0: Oh well, actually, uh, my father um, had a had a small business in Sudan that um, I took over. He died when I was uh, uh, in, in my early twenties, and uh, I took over the operation that he had uh, and changed it around a little bit. But that was the start of it. What he what he had there.
1: Were you surprised how big it's actually became?
0: Oh yes, it it, it it is a big business now, but. It's been going for a long time, we're, we're about 43 years or something like that we've been, we've been operating for, so it's, um, it's got big, but it's got big quite gradually.
2: And uh, John, we've been profiling the town, obviously a, a big, strong uh, farming community, agricultural uh, sector, but one thing that has popped up it is, is it's, you know, the horses and tr- even the trots and the gallops and of course at St. Arnold Cup Day have played a special part in, in your town.
0: Oh, yeah, it's got a great racing heritage. You know, the, the, the race club, I don't know when it was formed, but, you know, in the very early days of Sonata, and it's always been uh, a very active uh, race, racing town, both uh, Gallopers and Trotters.
1: And over the years, obviously, um, your business is based in Sonata, but you're in the heart, nearly, of the farming community there in Victoria, especially around um, the Wimmer area and also the Mallee area. Um,
0: mm, it's, it's
1: it's amazing, isn't it, John? How how resilient the the, the farming community is in country Victoria.
0: Oh yes, the well, people have have hung on and persevered, and uh, just right at the moment are going through a very um, a very prosperous time in farming. It's a wonderful it's a wonderful time for country areas.
3: John, we were talking earlier about how you can be on the wrong side of the weather pattern with the, <laughs> on a farm and. Maggie was saying earlier that, you know, just down the road there could be a farm that's got all the rain and, and across the road there's one that missed it. And I remember when I was in Berry Willock a few years ago, they were talking about how all the the wheat farmers around Berry Willock were thriving because the rain had been coming and all that sort of stuff. But down at Sea Lake, they had the exact opposite story. It's it's fascinating how some get it and some don't through Mother Nature, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it makes it
0: very difficult. But uh, farmers be, have become very... Uh very uh, adept and very very smart in the way that they can adapt to these situations. They know that uh, the rainfall is not consistent and reliable, so they they run their operations um, factoring that in, and it's ordinary and it's wonderful how the farming community are able to do that.
1: Hey John, what's it like owning a business in Sonata and employing three quarters of the community? (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, well, we didn't employ three quarters, but we employed quite, of quite a number. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it's, it, it has its good and bad points, yeah, but uh, we, you know, luckily we've been able to su- succeed doing it.
3: Does it make you the most popular man in town or the most unpopular man in town, depending on <laughs> how things Depends are going? To you, to you speak to, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: tell us a story about Prince of Penzance and how you got into the ownership. Oh,
0: well... It was in the, the days when Darren weir was his operation was getting uh, um, getting bigger and stronger and he had he was able to get quite a number of horses uh, and the, the, the prince was born in uh, bought in New Zealand by uh, an agent who was working for Darren uh, and I was given the opportunity of, of buying into him and I, I took a quarter share um, I liked the horse and I respected the person who bought the horse, too. I respected his judgment. And and is uh, right from the very early days. He was, he was quite an outstanding animal. Um, you know, you could tell he had a different temperament to most horses.
3: Fast forward to the Melbourne Cup, and there was a bit of uh, debate amongst the owners about whether Michelle Payne became famous in the movie and her comment after the race and so on uh, <laughs> about whether... Uh, whether there would be a replacement rider or whether the owners would go the journey with Michelle Payne. Did you remember back at that period and how the discussion was going about about who would ride the horse in the Melbourne Cup?
0: Yeah, it was was never really... um, There were comments made about uh, who would be the most suitable rider, and, of course, at that stage, no female had ever won the Melbourne Cup. But uh, it wasn't an active uh, contention amongst the owners the owners were, you know, uh, Sandy McGregor and I controlled, uh, who was going to ride her and there was never any doubt in our minds as to who would, who would ride. Um, there, there were comments, I think, there'd be comments about every jockey and the rides in the Melbourne Cup, whether they were suitable or whether someone else would be better. Uh, I think it's been a, uh, blown up a little bit more than what it really was. <clears throat> there were, there were comments, but it was never, it was never, um,
3: under threat. I don't know whether you've got daughters or not but just the 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 moment of the significance in history of, of what Michelle Payne had achieved through the glass ceiling and all that sort of stuff. Do you remember your, your emotions when Michelle Payne was the the jockey of your Melbourne Cup winner?
0: Oh it was wonderful. Uh, Michelle rode the horse and all bar one, one of its uh, races it's about 23 or 24 stars. Uh, she rode it every time and it was great uh, Vindication for everyone
1: when she got that, that it over the line Hey, um, John Do you remember Obviously um, Everybody knew that you had a share in Prince of Penzance But what did it do For the, the community there in And I guess everybody would have backed him Because you owned him
0: Yeah, well everyone everyone in the community Gets a bit of ownership And, and still does It's one of the wonderful things about it, it It's It's um, uh, and people are associated with the winning of the Melbourne Cup. That, that's one of the real, real wonderful things about it.
2: And we have been talking about that on the program uh, today and all throughout the day, you know, going ahead into this Melbourne Cup with, you know, um, surprise baby, the Horsham um, Horsham Galloper. And, you know, the, the country towns really do get around, you know, the local hopes or even if it's in the St. Arnard Cup today, I know uh, a few local owners in Costa Maya today will be hoping to win the St. Arnard Cup. It is really a community spirit lifter, I guess, and uh, it's such a prestigious race as well, the Melbourne Cup. Yes, it's
0: hard. It's hard. It's... Everyone hops up and forward. It's a great feeling. And any cup has significance, and then the Melbourne Cup, of course, has has massive significance. Just very shortly after after the cup, my one of my sons went to Germany on a business trip. And uh, he dined out in Germany on on the fact that his father owned a, a share in the Melbourne Cup. It's, you know, everyone in the
3: world knew about it. Well, I could see the beer garden going off its head in Munich or something. There, um, <laughs> that's right, it was. John, yeah. was talking about the home, the heroes of the horses, and Darren Weir, huge hero of country, of the country, you know, of the, of the bush, you know, coming out of Barry Willock and so on. And it's probably a difficult. I think a lot of us are still struggling to get our heads around the what happened and, and all that sort of stuff, and you're a major client and, you know, and there's a lot of stoicism amongst country people and I don't know whether you've had much contact with Darren since, but just the whole, the, how it all went wrong, was that a really hard thing to take given everyone, so many people have been so invested in in the Darren Weir story? Oh, yes,
0: I, you know, I was very, and still am very involved with Darren and I think it's been a terrible miscarriage of justice what's happened to him.
3: Along what lines?
0: Oh, I think the the penalty he's received uh, in relation to the alleged crime that he committed is just ridiculous.
3: And still ongoing through the courts as well, beyond the four years as well, so there's an extra layer, isn't there?
0: There's an extra layer and it's going to go on for years yet.
3: How's he holding up?
0: Very well, I would have thought. You know, he, he doesn't know what he's going to do with his life, which is terrible. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think he's coping with it very well.
3: You reckon
1: he'll train again?
0: He'd love to. And it'd be a tragedy if he doesn't.
1: Friend Sands, what's he up to these days?
0: Oh, he, he's just um, strolling around the paddock. In fact, um, I was talking to Darren about him the other day, and he said if he wasn't the horse that he is, you could probably put him back into work.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, and that's what those horses love to do, anyway, don't they? They enjoy the contest.
0: Oh, yeah. He's a, he, that's what I said earlier. He right from day one, he was a different animal. He, he wants he wants to win races. That you know, he wanted to put his nose in front.
3: Oh, uh, you'll love Never. this scene, uh, John yeah. being a bushy. Uh, did you? Were you in Berry Willock the day that Darren returned for the trophy with the trophy and the town welcomed him back?
0: Not not that day, but I was quite involved
3: with what was going on up there, yeah. Well, the day, say, imagine this in a Western and he's Clint Eastwood, so he wanders up the main street of Barry Willock uh, (laughs) late, fashionably late, and the and the, all the the school kids were there, John, and the the local ladies from the Rotary or wherever had bought the cut sandwiches with the uh, uh, with the uh, um, Glad wrap over them and all that sort of stuff. And they got these uh, hay bales and made a little circle with them. And the, and the highway just roars past like yeah. all these trucks about thirty metres away, and they penned him in like a chicken in these these little hay bales uh, yeah. as as the sort of the star attraction, like a little country fair. It was just a beautiful thing. Like here he was, the Melbourne Cup winner, in this little country town uh, with a fenced off area made out of hay bales it was beautiful yes
0: yeah. yeah, so it just really highlighted the country living isn't it yeah absolutely it was-